Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? Oh, it's Prosecco o'clock, people. Oh, no. It, it's not, actually. It's, uh, it's, it's quite, it's quite, uh, it's just the afternoon, really. Uh, it's way too early to be drinking Prosecco, to be quite frank, on a Sunday. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm good, man. I am, uh, I, I'm, I'm approaching, uh, my trip to Japan. Ooh. Cannot wait to turn on my out of office. Can't wait to get on that flight and just sit somewhere where no one can talk to me or contact me or make me do things I don't want to do <laughs> for a full, uh, uh, 14 hours or however long it's going to be. <laughs> how long, I don't actually know, how long are you coming to Japan for, right? How long? A week? Uh, I think it's just over a couple of weeks, yeah, just over a couple of weeks. Uh, well, it's, I planned a slightly longer uh, trip because uh, I thought we could, uh, you know, call some shows. But uh, we're, we're basically, we've we've exchanged places, basically. You're going to be in, in, in you're going to be over here, uh, I think, uh, and I'm going to be over there. It's, it's just how it has worked out. <laughs> I'm livid, Pete. I'm absolutely livid. 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 This has been like the big thing. Pete hasn't been here since uh, what's like 2020. Before yeah. well, a lot has happened since 2020. The world is a different place. The world is changing, uh, and we've been so excited here on the podcast mm. to, to have you come over to Japan, and yet. The time you're coming here is the one time I'm going away for a few weeks myself. So how I, I remember like back in April, I think, when you announced this. And Pete hadn't told me that he was coming over in August. Pete was like, got some good news, Chris. I'm coming over for two weeks. And I was like, when are you coming over, Pete? He was like, end of August. And I'm like, I'm not f- <laughs> here. Because <I, laughs> I'm going to be in like a shop in London doing book signings. And you're yes. going to be sitting here eating bloody energy jelly and coolish alone. But that'll, that'll be a bit of fun, won't it? Doing like a book signing and stuff, like doing your. That's which shops are you going to well, be doing I was, that? In? I was looking forward to it, but now you're not going to be there. I was, I was hoping. I know I'm going to be there to, to help carry the books, sign some books. I wanted to be like uh, <laughs> Prince Charles's pen holder. You know, Prince Charles signed everything and became king, and then he got really oh, angry because yeah, really the pen was in the wrong place <laughs> or some shit. I wanted to be like that. I want to be like fucking pretty bastard. <laughs> but. It's going to be sad. It's going to be lonely without Pete Dawson in London. Never mind. Um, I'm d- never mind. Never we'll, mind. We'll, we'll find some time, I'm sure. I'll get over it. But <laughs> I'll be in uh, Waterstones, London, like the big, the big boy bookstore. Whoa, yeah, big that's, one. That's a big one. It's Is that Piccadilly? One. No, Piccadilly. 
Yeah. Piccadilly. Be- that's a beautiful building. Just, like, ge- just generally a beautiful building. Yeah. It's well worth visiting, even if Chris wasn't there. It's like Tuesday, Murakami Haruki. Wednesday, Richard Dawkins. Friday, that guy from YouTube. It's, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not Good quite stuff. as glamorous. Well, we'll see how long the queues are, yeah? yeah. Who's the, the more relevant Take that, Richard in 2023? Dawkins. Take that, Richard. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. But, uh, no, it's exciting. It's scary. But fun. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've I've never done a book signing. Is it going to take a lot of time to be like, "Hello, Dave. It's Chris. Thanks for well, buying." When the book. you did your when you did your live show before Christmas mm. that I witnessed, um, I obviously didn't have to do any signing. Man. But you, you and uh, Natsuki and uh, Sharla, you were all kind of working bloody hard. Um, and there was two showings of the uh, of the uh, of the video and, and, and the show that you were doing. Mm. Um, separated by two hours two and a half hours yes and in the two and a half hours you filled that entire time just doing signings and then after the show as well um we managed to i think we managed to get some food later on but uh, it was it was a really uh, difficult uh, long old process it was it? brutal yeah we did the show in london right and then we had like uh, about 300 people or 400 the first one and then they all got in a queue at the end and i like signed everything took photos it was really fun talking to everyone right um, including yeah. many of you guys listening and watching now, and then mm. I had yeah I had two hours to do that, and while I was like talking to people, the new folks were coming in for the second run, and we had to hide Natsuki because it was a secret that he was going to be there, like a joke, right? <laughs> and then people were coming in, and I had to like stuff Natsuki into like a fucking crate so I could hide him or whatnot. It was a disaster. Hopefully, the book signing yeah. won't be as mental as that was. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> but uh, I went on a. I went on a proper podcast this week. I went on Trash Taste. Ha-ha, Oi, your favourite. This is a proper po- podcast, I'll have you know. We've been going a lot longer than Trash Taste, God damn it! Yeah, I'd say... Five years. I'd say we're more... Five years. <laughs> we're better, innit? I'd say we're more of a podcast than Trash Taste, because we were solely just a podcast. But then, yeah. I feel like the, the definition of podcast has changed a lot these days, because now podcast just means a show that's put in a video. But either way, it was great to see the lads, Connor, Garn, Joey. It was really cool to hang out with them and, and catch up. And uh, It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a while since yeah. you've touched it. Yeah, it's been like nine nine months or something. So, yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Really cool to hang out with the lads. Good stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's been really fun. We're now, uh, this is our fourth episode, guys, doing the Abroad Japan podcast on YouTube. We're now up there with the big boys, like the Trash Taste lads. I, we never actually really spoke about why we took this to YouTube. And the answer is... We thought, why not? Because it's... Boredom. Boredom, isn't it? Boredom. <laughs> we get very bored very easily. We do. We want something new. And also, <laughs> when you spend like a billion dollars on a, an amazing studio, you use like once every three mm. months. It kind of makes sense to use it for a podcast, yeah. to be honest. And uh, yeah, I'm going to try and mix the scene up every like month or so. Right right now, I'm in the ramen shop. Here we are, the ramen shop. Yeah. There's ramen over there. Of course, it's a ramen shop. It's real ramen, that is. Delicious uh, ramen. Delicious. Over on the other... Those little dumplings. Uh, yeah. Yeah, little dumplings. Gyoza. That's amazing. Or as they're called... Gyoza, sorry, yeah. They're often called, in weird translations, pot stickers. Which I hate the name of. Pot stickers. Pot stickers. Oh, because it, it's when you cook them, they, they get stuck to the pot. Like, what pot stickers? It sounds like <laughs> an, it sounds like a slur. It sounds like a sounds discrimination. Like a little pot stickers. Yeah, like pot it's like, stickers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it sounds like pot pickers, or it sounds like uh, uh, the plot thickens. The plot thickens the, with the pot the, stickers. <laughs> the pot stickens. <laughs> you come to the Born Japan book signing, you get a pot sticker. Also known as a yeah. 
Thank they you. do look good. I just look. I, that's one of the things that um, is well worth hunting out. Those kind of stores that kind of sell absolutely this, uh, repro- reproduction food because obviously every restaurant in the front has uh, you know depictions of what what the meal should look like. Uh, which it just but some of the artistry putting these little kind of like resin oh, yeah. sort of figures of, of of dishes. It's just there's just something magical about it and it's the only place they do it in the world pretty much yeah I mean the the best geyser and I'm gonna this is the place you've got to go to it's a little bit out of the way you're renting a car right when you come to Japan in a few weeks yeah for a bit uh, for a bit alright there's a place in, in uh, Fukushima of all places um, it's called Enban Gyoza Enban Gyoza if you look it up just type in like Fukushima Gyoza this place is really famous <clears throat> and you get like a plate with something like 20 to 30 gyoza on. And they are the most Too many. masterfully crafted <laughs> gyoza you'll ever have. The top, the, the right. key to a good gyoza is the top needs to be light brown, crispy kind of texture. So you bite in, you mm. get that crispiness. But then the underside is kind of soft and almost like translucent. So you get like the, the right. softness, the crispiness. You bite in and you get this juicy gyoza, hints of garlic and pepper. It's amazing. It's so Ooh. good. And you... Of course, when you have the gazer, you put it in some soy sauce and some vinegar. Oh my god, I'm yeah. getting hungry now. Fucking up. But <laughs> for dinner, eat that ramen. Eat, eat those pot stickers behind you. I would. Uh, <laughs> I would say, like, I, I do like it when you get you go all glassy eyed when you're talking about food, and you've got to go a bit Homer Simpson. Ah, <laughs> three kinds of cheese. Three oh my god, though, no, I'm getting pretty hungry. For dinner, we had like, I had a vegetable. <laughs> Charlotte was like, "Let's have a vegan." Let's feed. have a vegetable. I. It was, you know, it was good. I had this vegan, this vegan cuisine, as Boris Johnson would say, vegan, vegan sausage roll. Vegan. Uh, it was like a courgette and some carrots or something. It was nice. Mm. But I did come out Ooh. going, ah, some meat would have been good though, wouldn't it? And I, <laughs> and I, <laughs> don't worry, I've got a pepperami in my pocket. I've got Slim Jim <laughs> I, 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 down, my, down my arm. I've not only, you know, talking about this gazer, but also looking up a photo of it, of it while I was speaking. It's, it's, it's got me fired up. But you've got to go to this place. Enban Gyoza. E-N-B-A-N. Gyoza. Get yourself to Fukushima City, rent a car from there if you have to. It's, a li- it's like a 25-minute drive into the mountains. A little shop does it. But, my God, it is the best gyoza you'll ever have. It is insane. Mm. And when I last went with a good friend of mine, I we ate the whole plate. We were like, again on a gyoshimas. And they brought out another plate, <laughs> and we devoured and demolished the entire oh, restaurant. Dear. So, yeah, I'm really hungry now. Fuck. And we got a story this week, though, from uh, John from Tunbridge. He says, hello, crafty Chris and peaceful Pete. Peaceful Pete? He's the most violent man south of the border. Outrageous. That's an outrageous thing to say. I am not violent <laughs> no, not. anywhere. He's not, unless you come between him and his coolish ice cream. Uh, yeah. I just returned for a trip to Japan, and I wanted to write in with a story from a memorable encounter that I had in Hakone. Uh, while wandering around, I came across this cosy little izakaya pub. The place looks like it's right out of a samurai flick, and I'm already loving the vibe as I walk in. The place is bustling with locals and a couple of fellow wanderers like myself. I order a cold beer, and the bartender slides it my way. It feel, I'm feeling pretty good at this point. I like the way this is written in the present tense. This is very rare. <laughs> and I, it's kind of awkward to read out, but I like it. I'm feeling pretty good at this point. The views, the vibes, and now the beer. As I'm sipping on my drink, the owner, this jolly old guy, pops up next to me. He's got this, tw- <laughs> he's got this twinkle in his eye and this, <laughs> this mischievous Always, drink. always a warning sign, isn't it, with stories like this? It's always like, oh God, what's happening? <laughs> a, what's going to happen now? <laughs> he had a twinkle in one eye and a hammer in the other, uh, in his hand. Uh, <laughs> 
He had a twinkle in his eye and a mischievous grin, like he's got a secret stash of sake hidden somewhere. He starts chatting with me. Mind you, my Japanese is basically limited to hello and thank you. But somehow we're having this hilarious broken English conversation. And then, out of nowhere, he disappears behind the bar and re-emerges with these little packages. Ooh, packages. He hands me one, and guess what's inside? Well, fancy toothpicks. Fucking... <laughs> like, not your run-of-the-mill toothpicks. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. These ones no, are no, still no. poshly packaged, like they belong in a toothpick art gallery. I'm trying my best not to burst out laughing, but the sheer absurdity of the situation gets to me. Here I am in this rustic izakaya, in the middle of Hakone Hot Springs, sipping beer and being gifted fancy toothpicks like they're crown jewels. <laughs> I thank the owner like I've just won the lottery and slipped the toothpicks into my pocket like they're priceless artefacts. As I bid farewell to my newfound toothpick guardian, I walk out of the izakaya with a goofy smile on my face, thinking, well, that was definitely a first. And that, my friend is the tale of how I ended up with the fanciest toothpicks in all of Hakone. It's, uh, life's weird, wonderful, and full of surprises, isn't it? John from Tunbridge, a fellow, fellow guy from Kent. Well done, John. That was one of the most ridiculous stories we've had in a while. It's quite anticlimactic, yeah, like... but it, it was made up for the, the way it was written, made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> just beautiful toothpicks. Uh, I, I, I enjoy people who enjoy the finer things in life on a very small scale you know what i mean <laughs> they, they they buy like really fancy uh, boiled sweets from uh, the chemists that are very floral uh and and they're ju- you know just little they've improved really small parts of their lives in really fancy ways it's not about buying a real you know, hundred thousand dollar car it's about just having some fancy sumayoji which i believe is japanese for toothpicks here 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 well remembered um, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's nice. Uh, I just, the, I just again the 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 interaction, the way this went down, the guy's like, "Hello, I've got just the present for you, my friend." <laughs> Why, it's a toothpick. <laughs> it's like, did you have something in your tooth, John? Did you have like some yeah. lettuce and some cow- like, fish head? Was <laughs> John? Was the shopkeeper like kind of like fucking? Oh, this guy's teeth are mangled. <laughs> British teeth strike again. Good Get the toothpicks teeth, out. Yeah. I kind of want to know what the crown jewels. Of toothpicks even look like like what? Yeah, what what is it? Is it plastic? Is it wooden? Is it you know ornate? Is it carved? Is it ornate? <laughs> Tiny yeah, carved I wonder. toothpicks. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Know. But wonderful, wonderful stuff. Lovely, mm. lovely little story there. It's I, it's not as good as the story we had three weeks ago, where some locals, uh, some some foreign tourists, were walking down the street in Kumoto. They found out they were breaking the law because they were walking down the middle of the road. A security mm. guard went, "Oi, Sumimasen, what are you doing? You're breaking the rules." And now. And he went into his pocket, and he pulled out an origami <laughs> crane. And went, there throwing you go. star. That's yours, and, that is. And, and, and a throwing star. Yeah. A throwing star and a crane. Origami. <laughs> lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. You never know what you might get gifted. But it's not all good news, unfortunately, for travellers no. coming to Japan. Uh, fill us in, Pete. What's going on this week in Japan? Why is it all looking a little bit bleak for travellers who like to get around using the commuter Suica Pass? Yeah, I mean, regrettably, uh, we have to inform you that uh, the beloved abroad in Japan uh, mainstay that has been the Suica card, uh, really helpful little kind of, I guess if you're in London, I guess if you're in, on, on like the metro system in New York, 
you know you have these kind of like little passes that you uh, that you get you know travel around the uh, the, the tube uh, stations and stuff. But in Japan, the Suica card, uh, which I, I thought had something to do with watermelon, uh, but it doesn't. It's just uh, the onomatopoeic sui. The, the the noise mm. uh, that it would make when you when you run it through something uh, and ka uh, as in card uh, so the Suica card uh, is just something oh you got one there yeah uh, is a card that can uh, you know allow you to buy things from vending machines uh, you can go into Seven Eleven and use it you can use it on the tube it's a really helpful little kind of card is that a registered one or an unregistered one Chris uh, you have to register it with your name and address yes this is, if it, those of you watching on YouTube you can see me holding it for those you're not on YouTube. Mm. It's a silver card with a bit of green and a very jovial-looking penguin. And, um, yeah, yeah, adorable. It's amazing. Like, you can use it in the shops to pay for things. You can use it to get the train. This one is not registered mm. to my name, but you can uh, right. do it. My friend, A friend of mine, recently his dad came over. Uh, mm. His dad came over and he made one. And he just wrote dickhead or something on it. Which and his, <laughs> his dad didn't find it too funny. Bit of a weird sense of humour. But anyway, uh, <laughs> imagine just walking around dickhead written on his There you go, Dad. This is, what this is what I think about you. Lovely stuff. But uh, <laughs> it's it's very convenient. But it's all gone wrong. <laughs> The end is not. Yeah. Well, so so usually when you arrive in Japan, and that's certainly something I was going to uh, plan on doing uh, at Haneda uh, Airport, I was going to pick up a Suica card because they're really useful. Load them up with because you you end up with a lot of change in your pocket yes. walking around uh, Japan. So it's really good when you pass one of these machines. Just load up your Suica card mm. with the with with the cash, and it just means that you know you're not carrying so much shrapnel around. But as of Wednesday. The sales of the rechargeable e-money card, Suica, uh, have been suspended, unfortunately. Oh. Really useful card. It's been suspended uh, simply because of the uh, massive uh, semiconductor uh, shortage uh, out east. So, uh, yeah, the, the ongoing global uh, semiconductor uh, shortage. They've basically said that the Passmo card, the Suica card, uh, they are all being suspended uh, after um, August the 2nd, Shit. Uh, i.e., now <laughs> yeah so uh, i i believe you can still buy them at airports as like a sort of welcome uh, mm. but you're only allowed one per person apparently uh, which is just absolutely bizarre uh, but uh, yeah you, you can still buy like foreign tourist ones at the airport but you can only buy one at a time uh, and they just don't know when it's going to come back which is incredible really it just seems weird that if you are you have such a useful little product that everyone uses. Um, they just possibly won't exist in the future because of the shortage of uh, of semiconductors, the little bits of uh, tech that go inside the uh, uh, the card, which is incredible. I mean, I've never really looked at a Suica card before. It's really not much to it. It's just like a credit card, right? No. A little black yeah. stripe on the back there. But, I mean, the welcome Suica cards should be good for tourists, but, yeah, they only last mm. for 28 days. So, in your case, you'll be fine. Right, you'll be able to use it throughout, yeah. but it sucks. It's kind of cool getting a Suica card, taking it home, and then coming back to Japan, using it again. I don't know what I'd do without this. Like, I started using this like quite aggressively since moving to Tokyo because I travel by trains and whatnot quite a bit. But also, I just have so much ruddy change. Right, you're always mm. lumbered with like one yen coins, five yen coins, and I have yeah. like a massive box. Right? just filled to the brim with bloody coins in a room somewhere at my apartment. <laughs> like, it's just so annoying. And so I, I endeavoured, mm. I vowed to use the Suica card as best as I could, as frequently as I could this year. And it's, yeah, it's been a lot better for it. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, I hope this semiconductor shortage comes to an end soon. I thought the worst was kind of over after COVID, yeah. but uh, apparently not. Do you know why not. the shortage is still there? I know uh, during... Covid, they switched over 
from cars to something else, right? They changed the semiconductors over and... But well, I don't know. Right. What, what happened? Shipments, right? Held up the well yeah, supply. Yeah, I just think there's just, just not enough tech uh, sort of kicking around, I guess. I mean, it, like, we've sort of seen that with... Um, you know, video game launches and stuff like that. You can't, you can't. Uh, like PlayStation you couldn't 5. get a PlayStation Five for, for love nor money. Unfortunately, that that was a that was a real stress for people who really wanted the latest toy for their kids. But uh, yeah, um, it's 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 happening in every in every um, aspect. But you just sort of think we've we've not had the same situation with like Oyster cards or uh, mm. I- in London. You've hoarded um, them, so yeah, the I, Brits, I don't really know. bloody British yeah, people stole them. Yeah, semiconductors be, for sodding oyster. They'll cards. be more valuable than Pokemon cards soon. I tell you what. Actually, speaking of um, oh no, not Pokemon. Something I mentioned on. The on the, on the oh, show uh, a few weeks ago, I recommended a uh, eSIM device, uh, an eSIM uh, app uh, that I used in Belgrade, um, <laughs> and uh, I, 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 I name checked a company that, that, that served me quite well in Belgrade. Uh, Laura, um, Laura Warger on uh, Instagram, let me know that uh, apparently uh, the reception isn't very good oh. with the company uh, Aerolo in Japan. Uh, she, she went through um, three eSIMs in Japan in March, and the best was from Sims Direct. So that's. <laughs> A, a, th- a two thumbs up for Sims Direct. Apologies for uh, misleading anyone. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for Sims Direct then. I, fine, I, fine. Sims Direct. I thought that was like a, uh, like you were doing some sort of segue to a sponsored segment that I didn't know about then. And I, <laughs> <laughs> they served me well in Belgrade, no, and they'll serve you me, well in Turkey. It was me slating. <laughs> yeah, it was me slating a slating a, 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 a solid eSIM company that uh, served me quite well in Belgrade. But apparently, it doesn't work in Japan. Uh, so very well. Shit. So apologies to everybody there. Yeah. Useless. P. Donaldson, useless. <laughs> Unlucky, Laura. God damn it. Unlucky. Well, I hope you're able to get your welcome speaker card when you come to Japan, Pete, and uh, and you'll be well. But, yeah. And hopefully this will be over soon, because it is quite fun getting a speaker card and then getting to put your <laughs> name on it. Getting to put your name on it. Yeah. Feeling like you own it. Dickhead. Yes. <laughs> Don't be like my friend. Don't bully and harass your dad when he comes to yep. Japan. We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But... 
If these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Dawson, fill us in. Jonathan from Singapore uh, asks, How is driving during winter in Japan? My wife and I are planning a trip to Osaka next January uh, with my five-year-old son, and I'm planning to have a road trip from Osaka to uh, Lake Biwa, Gifu, Tero, uh, sorry, Gero, rather, Takeyama, and uh, Shirak. Uh, Shirakawago. Shirakawago. Uh, I have uh, only driven in the snow once in Melbourne to Mount Butler, but the road conditions were quite good. Can I have your opinion about driving on winter roads in Japan uh, and any recommendations on which company should I rent the car from? Any other things I should be aware of? I understand to avoid uh, driving in a, a whiteout. Would it be right in saying, Chris, that they don't use salt uh, on the roads of Japan? Because when mm. I was um, in my little fantasy about importing a Japanese taxi uh, <laughs> some weeks ago, yes. uh, one of the things they said that um, the cars are quite nicely looked after simply mm. because they don't use salt on the road, so it doesn't rot the underside of your of your of your driving vehicle. I, I, I've always wondered why. Yeah, they don't use salt half as much as we do uh, on the roads. Right. I mean, it might simply be. Because there's so much bloody snow, it would do soddle anyway, probably. Get the roads right. getting driven. I know in um, certain areas like uh, Fukui and Kanazawa and the sort of the west side of Japan, the mm. the uh, coastline, they use uh, water, like warm water sprays on the road. So you've just got this oh, running, Lordy. babbling like water, all these towns, which I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> um, I remember, because I used to live in Yamagata, which had brutal snow and wind and whiteouts, uh, I remember driving mm. all the way down south to Osaka once, um, and I got to Fukui, and I was like, bastards, they don't have, they don't have to worry about the snow, they've got water all over the roads, clearing it for them, <laughs> and because it's sort of warm, it doesn't ice over, and it keeps flowing, so that was kind of cool. Um, That's wild. As for the, the salt, yeah, I don't know, I think Japanese cars are built, are, are built better to handle salt in the air in general, because it's an island surrounded by seas on all sides. I don't know if that's a rumour or something I've heard, but I, I've heard that um, yeah, Japanese cars handle salt better than like American or German cars. But um, mm. my recommendation in winter driving in Japan, don't do not do it. It's, it's, it's not fun. Uh, only, you know, the west side gets buggered, right? You're west-facing Sea of Japan side and Sapporo and Aomori. East side, this side, Tokyo and Sendai, don't get much snow at all. And... Um, for the route you're doing, uh, Osaka, you shouldn't have any problems. Lake Biwa, you're fine. Gifu, you're stuffed. Gero, you're really stuffed. <laughs> Takayama, you're buggered. Shirakawa, go. Oh dear. <laughs> All those areas are in the most snowy mountains in Japan. Um, so mm. please drive extremely carefully. Get some chains. Get some chains fitted like uh, what Chris had to do that time. Yeah, d- do that. Do that. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. Um, 
got one here from AO from Ottawa. AO. AO. It's like Joey the Animal Man. He always says, AO, what up? It's your boy. Dear Charismatic hey, Chris, Perfect Pete. Perfect Pete. I don't know about that. Thank you. I have a trip Thank to you. Japan planned for October. I got hit by a car, oh my God, while walking out and I broke both of my legs. So I'm in a wheelchair for a oh bit. Dear. Oh no, sorry to hear that. I really okay. don't want to cancel my trip. In your experience, how is wheelchair accessibility in the more touristy areas of Japan? Are there areas that I should avoid entirely? AO from Ottawa. Oh my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. That sucks, man. Um, Awful. Uh, plan for October. I mean, yeah, I, I think Japan is pretty wheelchair accessible. Like, uh, because of the Olympics, they really went ham on accessibility and building lifts and having public disabled toilets. Like, I think Japan is really well equipped for that. Um, certainly better than the UK. Not just because Japan is a bit more forward thinking for public services, but because uh, the UK everything's made of bricks, it's very old. Whereas in Japan, the buildings are quite new and regularly they renovate and update them. And yeah, I think very much wheelchair accessible at the same time. I don't know if there's a way you could like wait another month or two. It might be worth doing that. If it was me, I know you really don't want to cancel your trip, but if it was me, I probably would mm. hold out a little bit longer just in case you have some more complications along the way with the broken legs. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, though. I don't listen to my advice. Doctor, what do you think, Pete? What do you do if you break yeah, your legs? Yeah, I mean, I think... I think the, the the hustle and bustle of places like Tokyo, you sort of do think, well, mm. I mean, that, that doesn't feel uh, wheelchair accessible. But you look at, like, the tube in um, London, for example, and, oh, uh, God, no. it, like, there's only a few stations yeah. that, that you can actually access. I mean, it's it's such an all-network, but the um, provision for anyone who's um, got... who needs accessibility is absolutely dreadful. Uh, in Tokyo, even though it's really you know busy and everyone's kind of like sort of packed in um the, the there are a lot of lifts oh, everywhere yeah. in every even like for just overpasses um there's 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 ramps there's lifts and stuff so i think you know everything can be better but from what <laughs> i've seen and obviously i uh, you know obviously didn't didn't require that uh, unless i was uh, in a situation where i was particularly uh, exhausted um i didn't use half of these things but i i must admit like i have noticed that it's actually quite it's a, lazy it's actually quite a forward-looking um, place to be when it comes to um, get, getting around. Uh, if you're if you're on two wheels, he's he's riding the elevators around all day. Who needs to walk when you take yeah, the up and down? I like the sentence. You never see a paternoster anymore. I want to see a paternoster. <laughs> I like the sentence. Everything can be better. I like that. I want that, everything can be I better. Want that on a but some places are better than others. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Animal farm. <laughs> but yeah, don't worry. You'll be. You'll honestly. I think uh, you're, you're pretty well placed if you're in a wheelchair to come to Japan. Every station has a as a lift, to my knowledge, to my memory. Mm. So don't worry about it too much. But uh, all the best to you, AO. Hope you make a swift recovery. All the best to you. Uh, one last question from Aki from Los Angeles. He says, hello to the delightful duo, Chris and Pete. As an aspiring polyglot, I've had the somewhat enjoyable experience of learning bits and pieces of different languages with variable success. There's two people that travel quite extensively within or outside Japan. I was wondering... Have you ever wanted to learn a new language, and how did that go? Cheers, Aki from L.A. Well, Aki, I learned Spanish and German at school, and I was very crap at both of them. But if I had to do... if I had to, I, I answered this question on the AMA, the Reddit AMA I did the other day, and uh, mm. yeah, Spanish. I love the sound of Spanish. I love all things Spanish. I'd love to spend, like, three months in Spain taking up Spanish, having a siesta, 
eating the paella. <laughs> Sound like the most British tourist ever. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Yeah. But like, I, I, I'd love to uh, have another stab <laughs> at Spanish and give it a shot. And I still remember like mm. vocabulary from like 10, 15 years ago, like uh, Las Tiendas. That means shops. And that's, that's the extent Ooh. of my... And Castle. El, was it? El, El Castillo. There you go. El Castillo. I remember all the words. El what about Castillo, you, Mr. Donaldson? Right. Polyglot Donaldson. Oh, every, every, time, every time I go anywhere, I, I always get very excited about learning the language. The amount of, like, uh, e-books and uh, <laughs> apps I've got on my phone or certainly did have, uh, trying to learn different languages in different parts of the world. Whenever I've gone on holiday, even for just a few days, I try and learn um, a few choice stock phrases. But I, I, I just don't have the sort of brain that can keep that stuff in, man. Like, I'm just yeah. not good at remembering stuff, and I, I find it's very slow going for me. Uh, I just don't have that kind of uh, brain. And I'm sure, you know, people say everyone's got that kind of brain. Mm, like, mm. I just, it just doesn't go in. <laughs> just my memories, I just not, they just leak out of my brain. <sighs> yeah. um, so, so it's quite difficult. Um, but I, I'll always have a go. I'll always have a crack. <laughs> I mean, learning Japanese is probably like the funniest thing I've done while living here. It's been so rewarding and so bloody fun. I, I, I take it for granted. Yeah. I forget about it. And I've, I've tried to speak more Japanese recently and I've been enjoying life more for it, to be honest. Just chatting with locals yeah. and trying to... Because one of the things I want to do is, is interview more people and speak more Japanese in videos. And so I've really had a yeah. more concerted effort. But uh, yeah, it, I, I find with learning Japanese though, I'd go through these phases where I'd learn like a hundred words and I'd stuff them into my mind and I'd pack them in but it would take several weeks for them to sort of filter through, like a sieve, like right. bunging loads of things into a sieve and waiting for it to come out. It's like that with words. It takes time to go through, but I know the older you get, the more difficult it gets as well. So I'm not looking forward to that. Mm. So maybe the clock is ticking. <laughs> I need to crack on with learning Spanish. I need to go for my three-month holiday. God, I want that holiday. But holidays aside, I am off to the UK uh, very soon. In fact, the next podcast, I believe... I will be face-to-face with the great Pete Donaldson himself, hopefully, providing he's not yes. gone to Japan. I'm hoping we can find a window in London uh, where we can hook up. Don't do it through a window. Not through we'll, a window. We'll, we'll, we'll be in the same room, <laughs> mate. <don't laughs> I'm, just, I'm just hoping that my, uh, my massive amounts of, uh, of, 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 of pollen-related <laughs> hair fever Excuse will have subsided by that point. I've just been the, last, the last four episodes, I've just been sniffling all the way through it, so apologies for it's been... Rather, no, you're, you're dehydrated from all the absinthe you drank. And you're, you're I know, yeah, and the cheeky absinthe night as well, yeah. that, that didn't help. <laughs> Incriminating. But uh, <laughs> you know, I'm hoping to see Pete in person do some podcasts together. And yep. then the next time you see this set on, on camera, on the podcast, Pete Donaldson himself could be sitting here while I am in the UK. So it's a fucking <laughs> disastrous <laughs> shit show swirling around. Who knows what the next podcast will look mm. like uh, or what it'll be like. But hopefully... It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to going back to the UK for the first time in several months for the book signings, a few other things, and travel and whatnot. I'm looking forward to just getting out of this damn country in summer. It's been really not fun the last two yeah. months. And um, you were a brave man for coming here, Mr. Dawson, in August. <laughs> uh, the only good thing is yeah. most of the festivals in Japan happen in August, generally. So mm. hopefully you can catch a few. You know, there'll be something going on, yeah. I'm sure. Um, but that penis one. Oh no, don't go that one. I think that's in <laughs> September. One. I'm not sure, but yeah, go there. Is it right? Do that. Do that. <laughs> Blog it. But for now, guys, keep the stories, <laughs> questions, comments coming into Abroad Japan Podcast at Gmail dot com. Thank you for joining us as always. We'll be back in the next few days to all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast, probably from London in the next one. Have a good one. Ta-da. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 